We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners Podcast. Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. I, Agro, forgot to move my webcam over where I normally have it. Uh, it really hasn't been that long since our last episode, Barry, but something came to my attention at the Smite World Championship, okay? Um, and that is, of course, that your mic isn't working, uh, as per usual. And by your mic, I mean what I did in the setup. I wish I, I'm going to start streaming myself testing the audio. Um, so that everyone can see that I am not a complete idiot um, and that uh-huh. it is conspiring against me. Okay, we're good. Um, Bobby came up to me at the after party. We were both 100%. Oh, no. We were both oh, no. 100% sober. <laughs> okay, we were so being responsible at this point. Um, that isn't true. Uh, and Bobby told me that he had never been on the podcast and I was like, dude, there's no way you have 100% been on the podcast. And I went through my DMs with him. I went through on on Twitter and in Discord, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, maybe we just talked about it in person or something like that. I came home, and I looked at the overlays, because I save all the overlays yeah. for whenever we have a repeat guest. We didn't have one. I what? swear Bobby has been on this podcast. But yeah, I guess sure. he hasn't. Guys, I haven't yeah. been on. I haven't been on. I, I think we did something really? else. We like, I swear have. we did something else, but I don't think I've been on this one. That is what I could have sworn, dude. It's like a it's like a Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears situation. You know, it was in I'm, a different universe. I'm outrageously confident that you've been on the podcast. That's what I'm saying, Barry. All I'm like, saying is there's no, there's literally no proof of it ever happening. I know. Y- there isn't. Had, I YouTubed it. Podcast. One hundred percent. You've been on the podcast. Someone There's find no it. Way. Okay. There's Someone find no it. Way. Because I swear it, it, he's been here. But either way, Bobby, welcome to your first, I guess, episode yeah, of even, the podcast. Hey guys, even Chad is saying you've been here. You've one hundred percent been here, bro. Guys, you can't gaslight me into believing I've been here before. <laughs> How did you plan this, Bobby, is the thing that impresses me the most. How did you delete everything, all evidence of it, off of my computer, off of the internet entirely? I am uh-huh. the internet. That's why. Impressive. Oh, he's bold. Impressive. Uh, well, w- welcome, Bobby. We're happy to have you, uh, especially to talk year 10 <laughs> patch notes. We are not... Chat, if I start going over all of the patch notes... Slap me, okay? We're not doing it today. We're not. 
uh, we're just going to do a little bit and continue to kind of talk throughout the f- next few weeks about the year 10 patch notes because there's obviously so much. Um, mm-hmm. Also, our show is on a Monday today or this week because um, it's my birthday tomorrow and I don't want to podcast tomorrow. Can I yeah, you just want to play guys? Smite all day tomorrow. I do want to play a lot of Smite tomorrow. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to play tomorrow, but uh, that's the way it is. Can you guys believe that it's been a full year? It's crazy. Year 10 is launching on my birthday, and it's a full year of me being on the design team. I joined, My first day of design what? was January 24th last year. Isn't that wild? It seems wrong. It seems like way more than a year. You're right. I've been in design for more than a year, and you've been on the podcast, Bobby. That's oh, uh, oh no, I tricked you. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm kidding. That is actually true. Uh, it's it's been a full Bro. year. Uh, it feels like a lot less than that to me. I feel like I just got here like six I'm months so ago. Confused. I yeah. thought it was this year that you joined. <laughs> I mean, like like dur- like the middle of last year, like the middle of 2022. I casted. Uh, I casted what? the qualifier tournament. The SPL play-ins last year, uh-huh. and then that was, and then that was it. Maybe that's it. Shipped no, that off had to have been design. the episode that Bobby was on as well. Right, it oh, must yeah, have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah, it must have been right around then for sure. Um, There's no way, man. There's, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be triggered by that the whole episode, bro. <laughs> What's more triggering how, that I've been on design for a for a year, or that Bobby's never been on the podcast before? Because for me, it's definitely Bobby's never been on the podcast. Yeah, it's Bobby before. for sure. Okay, There's, yeah. I'm I know. So Try and find it, Barry. Man. I dare you. I would love to see it because uh, I'm I'm convinced of it as well. Anyways, I mean, I'm sure at least half a chat's looking. Sorry. You can yeah. No. I, I surely chat has got our backs here. Uh, let's talk about the year ten uh, map, shall we? Obviously, mm-hmm. can't toss it up on screen or screen or anything like that. But the map definitely a lot, uh, for lack of a better term, thicker. It's like it's 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 really wide uh, and very the the jungle paths are very different uh a lot more walls a lot more uh a lot more like narrow uh entry mm-hmm. points and that kind of stuff uh bear i know you haven't played a whole lot on pts but bobby i was watching your streams and you were going off i guess uh what <laughs> a- <laughs> I, was go- I was going off you can, he was, you can right right he was going off uh how has the new map in general, like, what have been the biggest differences playing on it that, that you've experienced so far? Well, the first thing is you kind of get lost on the map now. Like, like, you usually had, like, this feel of where you were going. You, like, knew where you were going without even looking at the map. And now it's, like, you kind of get lost. Like, yep. especially on, like, green buff, trying to, like, find your way around green buff. You feel like you're going around the entire map or, like, back to the speed buff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I like that there's no like massive way for mercury to just like all through the map with like the the entryways being more like slithering mm-hmm. but like the map feels a lot better like this this season nine map was good and now this season 10 map is great so thank you for for saying the season nine map is good i could see the restraint uh on your so face good. that map is good it's just been on we've been on it for it, it too was long. fine it was you know? fine yeah, we've been on it, it for too long i think that's i think that's really all it is uh Bera, just from a when when you're looking at the map, you know you're kind of coming in. I think that you not having played the map is actually going to be very valuable for a lot of our listeners and that kind of stuff because I think a lot of people haven't played the map and they're going to download the update later this week and be like, "Holy crap!" You know what is going on from from just a you're just been looking at it 
perspective, like what are the biggest things that that you think that you're going to have to adjust to or like the the things that you're most excited about for it? Uh, the first thing that I thought of was honestly like a revamped season zero map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was without reading the patch notes. And I was very surprised at just how tight all the corridors are. Which makes obviously a lot of wall characters go up in value. I think wall characters are already good on season nine, and then with how many like close knit fights, I think like small AOE characters like Kakulkin, like all of those, I like, can like block off pathways really easily. Are going to be so much better on this map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll be more diveable than before because season nine was very like there's a few pathways where you get grouped up on, especially the one like around Fire Giant, like trying to face check that Fire Giant. Uh, between, like, Backhamps and Blue Buff. Um, I think that'll feel slightly different. Also, the new Fire Giant Pit looks sick. Or, well, I don't know what you call it now. Yeah, the new, like, it's area. a Fire Pit. Yeah. Um, and then Duo Lane, the, the lane itself looks so much shorter now. Um, mm-hmm. So I think maybe less safe gods will be better now. Mm. Is it shorter? Like, it looks shorter. It feels long. It feels a lot longer to me. Yeah, to me it felt slightly longer. Especially, really? wa- well, walking back to lane obviously feels a little bit longer. But I yeah, swear, uh-huh. even, like, trying to walk from, like, your tower line to the enemy tower line, it's it feels a little bit longer. It's because it's more curved. It's less straight. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, I think the distance between towers as the crow flies, uh, to use an old person term, is, uh, is probably shorter. But in actuality, how you're moving, uh, it's it's takes longer. But... In, in especially in solo lane as well, like solo lane feels really long. I think mid lane, on the other hand, feels really short to me, mm, uh, which is good. I think yeah, mid lane feels a good. lot safer than before. Uh, between the lane feeling shorter and the entrances being different, um, I'm I'm really interested to see what the ma- the mid meta is going to be um, because I think there are a lot of different ways to take it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of take that safety as, oh, I can just play, like, Zero's God Pool, like Kronos Baba, and just, like, hyper farm to late and not be in a whole lot of gank threat. Or I think that you can kind of be like, oh, the jungler can't come? Sick, I'm Pele set every game. Uh, and I'm just going to kill the enemy mid laner off cooldown because my lane won't be influenced um, mm-hmm. quite as much. So I'm uh, I'm interested to see what's uh, what's going to happen there. Um, Barry, you, you said something about the fire pit, and I think that's one of the biggest changes in terms of how different a particular portion of the game feels, is that mm-hmm. fighting in a circular pit uh, has felt unbelievably different than fire giant fights in the past. Uh, Bobby, having mm. played on it, how different do you think it feels playing in a circular pit versus the fire up against the, the wall? Uh, it's just like more kind of stuff you have to like watch out for and like position differently uh-huh. also the fire giant being in the middle kind of makes it so you can't drop projectiles on that area so like uh, i know you can't crack in right on the on the uh on the fg i don't know if they're planning on changing that or whatever or... yeah we're looking into that we're i, I think that'll get changed is okay. my understanding yeah well that that was like part of the reason that it made it feel a little bit weirder but it just feels like a lot more open like there's more opportunity to uh steal it feels like a, like it's a little bit safer like it's 360 instead of just like a 180 because most characters like there was a threat behind like the fg wall but it was mm. like you couldn't actually see it unless you had a ward on it and a lot of the time you didn't have a ward so it's just risky to like walk up and 
and guess kind of. Mm-hmm. But now you kind of have that wall just gone or like moved backwards or fire giant moved up. And I think it just makes it now riskier to pull it. And that on top of being a little bit more tanky, uh, I think it'll take more time to do fire and it'll also make it riskier to do fire because you'll spend more, like just more time on it and more places to steal from it. Yeah, it's really, it's chaotic uh, in there for sure. Um, and then also a big change around that side of the map is that Pyromancer isn't inside the, you know, right next to Fire Giant. It's near it, but there's a wall separating it and the fire pit. And it now drops the Runic Bomb. Uh, so this basically, oh. you pick it up like a buff, uh, but it goes into your consumable slot, um, like where potions and wards live, if you have an open slot. Uh, and you can place it to deal a thousand true damage to minions and structures. Minions, by the way, I believe includes bosses. Uh, yes, it like does. Fire I giant. stole. I stole fire with that. In really? A, in a game? Yeah. Let's go! Let's go! Yeah. I love to hear that. It's, it's actually so much fun. Yeah, it's so great. We were talking about it during development, um, and you know, one thing. We hear all of the nostalgia trips that everyone has, and we were talking about... It was in relation to Hand of the Gods being removed um, in general, uh, but about how a lot of support players who have been playing since Season 0, Season 1, really miss the hog meta. I know that's before your time, Bobby, but you know, for, for anyone who else is who is newer, Hand of the Gods used to be a relic uh, that would deal percent HP damage to bosses uh jungle bosses basically it was the support's job to secure fire giant um but it was not very healthy you know it, it forced supports to pick up one of these relics that was pretty narrow but if they got it and you didn't you just couldn't contest the fire because it was so easy to do uh and we talked about you know can we make this runic bomb kind of feel a little bit like old hog as a consumable um but also have this PVE application, which is that it also deals a thousand true damage to structures and uh, debuffs their attack speed for 10 seconds. So it kind of enables you to push or it enables you to secure an objective or steal it. Um, it also does deal 300 physical damage to gods and applies knockback, but it has a little bit of a delay before it goes off. So it's hard to use to secure fire and that kind of stuff. But when you're Bobby good, like, I mean, come on, that's just... It was easy. Just another day. That's, uh, that's just easy for him. Uh, that's crazy yeah what are, what are i didn't your... know you could steal fire giants with that i thought it was just like you just take it to a lane and then just drop it you can uh or you can bring it to fire or gold fury or a buff and again there's a I little mean, bit of a timer on it but uh you can secure it that way yeah you could definitely make teams freak out around the fire giant pit with if you're a supporter walking in with that bomb i mean i think chat was saying it takes like 1.5 to 2 seconds to go off so yeah, I mean, I still think you could play for a burst, but I think that there's always going to be that question mark of, like, if we get it too low, is that scary, you know? So I think... I mean, it sounds spicy. I like it. It is definitely spicy um, and a little bit different, which has been very fun. Uh, another new thing, we're going to be pre... I've only got, like, two more things I want to talk about on the actual map. Of course, there are a mm-hmm. million changes to the map that I encourage everyone to go read the update notes if you've got, like, six hours. Um, but... <laughs> Tower Bastions. Uh, now all the Tier 1 towers have some little guys that kind of sit up front, little shields. Uh, these take damage uh, from abilities and basic attacks. But while alive, they provide the tower with 15% damage mitigation each, so 30% when they're both alive. Uh, you can kill these in order to make the enemy tower weaker and give uh, 50 gold to allies in the area 
uh, and some XP, I believe, or no, it looks like it is just gold. Um, of course, we experimented with like a million things, uh, but 50 gold, um, and those can, that can get split, and it's local, not global. Uh, Barra, how much do you think Bastions are going to uh, impact the way you play the lane now that you don't have to necessarily go into the jungle to gain your reward? You can kind of do it by, by pushing the tower. How long did it say that they were lasting for? Or did they, they last until they kill them? Until they're gone. Yep. And they are. They have twelve hundred HP, sixty-five physical protections, and fifty-five magical protections. Uh, it's probably just going to be one thing that you get if you're there, but not something you're like overly playing for, especially if the jungler's on your side of the map. Um, I think it'll probably just be like something nice that you can get as far as duo goes. I'm not sure about the rest of the lanes. Sure, Bobby. How has it felt playing around the bastions? Uh, it's just riskier in duo lane, kind of like what he touched on. Like, if the jungler is nowhere to be found, you can't really play up on the tower line. Um, but it, it feels good if you're playing, like, a kind of a snow, snowball-esque duo, and mm-hmm. you kind of know where the jungler is. Uh, what I like to do is I like to just drop out, kind of, and let my ADC just solo it and get, like, an extra free... I think it's actually 75 also on PTS right now, so it's an yes, extra 150. Yeah, Yeah, I think so it's right. 100, 150 gold to my ADC just... And we got it by, like, five minutes a few times, so... Uh, it, it's just something you can kind of play for it if you know where the jungler is, but you can pretty easily get baited into like go, trying to go for it and then killed for it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, it, it's a core tenet of Smite is that laners go into the jungle and clear camps, um, and we didn't want that to change, but we also understand that players like to push their advantage in lane, and it isn't always fun to feel like the right thing to do is to instantly leave your lane after clearing the wave. Um, yeah. And I think this is a fun way to reward and give choice to players after they've cleared the wave. You know, do I want to go clear camps? Do I want to stay in lane and push the bastion? Um, and they don't respawn, right? Correct. They do not respawn. Okay. Maybe yeah. it'd be cool, like, in a later update, if you could do it, like, every, like, five minutes or six minutes, they spawn again or yeah. something like that, if the tower's still up. Yeah. And just kind of, like, make it a little bit more laning focus, but... We definitely experimented with them respawning um, mm-hmm. at times. Yeah, it would have to be very, like, specific. Or, like, the early game gods, like, Izanami would just run the game. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, happening, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, then the last big map thing that I want to talk about is the Unleashed Jungle Camp. So now uh, camps don't have to stay within oh, their yeah. little circle. Uh, you can pull them together, clear them. Uh, you can only pull camps on your side of the map, Um neutral camps like oracles um and enemy buffs you cannot unleash Uh, i believe there is a bug where you could on pts with some enemy camps but that is not intended and will be fixed um what what are your how have you how has this felt to you bobby uh with the unleashed jungle camps um it feels really weird at first um i don't know how much i like like it permanently leashing being able to pull it into like lane and to like the enemy side of the camp or or pull uh, obviously you know where green buff is pulling green literally all the way to purple buff mm-hmm. it, it makes it feel just uh a bit strange and, and it it forces supports mostly to just take a ton of damage mm-hmm. and unless you're playing like a hyper clear <laughs> god it kind of just yeah it, it, it doesn't feel great but i do like that the the camp range is extended a little bit it just feels Obviously, it's for a bit more of a casual thing. It feels super forgiving. Like, you can hit it once and then just not hit it again until your ADC is with you. So, it makes it feel like 
a bit easy to do, but I don't know. I, I like it that it's different than the other ones where you actually had to just sit in the little pit and mm -hmm. not really move anywhere. So, yeah, I'm kind of indifferent towards it right now. Probably with more game time, I can feel it out a bit more. Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, we've been playtesting this map since... If I had to guess, I'd say, like, August or September. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a long time. We've been playing with Unleashed Jungle Camps for basically all of that time, if I remember correctly. And I still feel like I have never once cleared my jungle optimally uh, yeah. with this change. You know, like, it just adds such a layer of optimization to clearing. Uh, That's very true. That is... You know, I've been playing on it for months, and I feel like I'm not even close to getting it perfect, um, which is fun. It can't be too much different. You know, it can't be too much, or else it's too unfriendly to the majority of players uh, in an already difficult-to-play role casually. Uh, but not only do I not feel like I've ever cleared it perfectly at the beginning, I have no idea what the correct start is. Um, mm -hmm. Because the camp still spawn before minions, we've tried... A, a ton of different permeations um i will tell you now that grouping all of the buffs together at level one not a great idea uh does <laughs> not great uh you take a ton of damage and no one hits level two right away and it takes too long and it's terrible so you can do it it's fun it was really funny we were laughing a lot but it wasn't good um but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's been crazy barra what what are you feeling about the the unleashed camps uh very confused because uh, I was watching Zap, and <laughs> those sound funny when you say it together. Uh, I just got very confused for, like, it felt so non-Smite-like, mm -hmm. I guess. For, like, years and years, we've had leash ranges. Yep. And every time he was, like, stepping too far, I'm like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> and and then it would just keep following him, and then sometimes he would just do the same thing that I was talking about. Like, he would just stay in, like, the idea that we have in the circle for like the actual leash range and then he would be like oh i should just like take this to wave with me like and yeah. just do it optimally yep and so i think it's going to be a long time before my brain treats it like an actual thing like i feel like it'll be months and months before i remember to actually like leash it properly like you were talking about and yeah I did see, like, I've been watching a bit of PTS. I haven't played, like, any PTS. Um, but, yeah, I even watching people group up the buffs seemed kind of not optimal. Uh, it just seemed weird. Because mm -hmm. some, sometimes, like, the supporter ADC would walk in the lane with half HP, and I'm like, that cannot be good. Like, nope. there's no way you're, there's no you're going to chalk your lane to, like, clear slightly faster. Like, yeah. it's, I, there's no way it's that much better. I think the coolest thing about it is some characters like Iza, Ishtar, Cern can do that group, and they actually do it really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you're playing something like Don's or Danzaburo or uh, on her or something like that, and you try to do it, those minions <laughs> they are they are relentless, and you will go into lane under half. So they yeah. yeah we we literally were like at one point I brought up like should we increase how much HP like health potions give you. Uh, <laughs> Because just you, just, for the like, first need minutes. you just like need them, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. ultimately, it was like, no, people will just learn to not take so much damage. Um, but yeah, it's it, normally uh, like on season nine, I will oftentimes, if I have 150 gold uh, for potions, I will like only spend 100 of that and just save 50 gold because I know I don't need a third pot. I'm maxing out my pots 
mm-hmm. on season 10 like basically every time um it's been it's been really wild uh but a lot of fun um i i'm interested to see what types of starts people do and it is really fun to like i remember when I, the first time i was like oh i should just bring my purple into lane and like clear it with my ability that's going to clear the wave and i felt so smart and so cool and then i did it a second time and Lermy stole my buff because uh, she was just in lane next to me and she just got the last thing <laughs> on it. I was like, oh, great. I'm never doing that ever again. Uh, unless yeah. I know they aren't there. That feels so bad. Uh, I also remember the first time I... Playing support for a while We in, in our internal playtests, it was literally just like, you just Uber driver the buffs around. Uh, mm. Like, I would just run to solo lane, bring blue buff into lane, let him kill it. Uh, bring my mid laner red bring my AEC purple, like meet my jungler halfway with their speed. I was having so much fun. And then I had a game where I was doing that and my laners got their buff stolen a couple times, once or twice. Uh, oh. And uh, I was, they told me not to do that anymore, that they didn't want me to get the, their buff stolen. Like it was my fault. They could have just secured it. You know what I mean? Uh, that was on them as far as I was concerned, but yeah, I agree. Uh, it was very fun. On them. It was very fun, yeah, for sure. When you play support, nothing's your fault, so... Yes. 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 Bobby, finally someone gets it. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that oh. with all the tank items you guys got this patch, though. You know, that's uh, that's how that's how it is now. Hey, why are we already nerfing some of them? Why is Prophetic already getting nerfed? Hey, do I have to Do I have to explain it? I, I would I would love to talk about this item because I think sure. that item was a solid item before everybody started complaining about it because they're playing arena on the conquest map where like everybody is fighting five v five in mid lane a ram. Yep. Of course it's gonna get stacked, man. Yep. That item is like, oh, that item is so was average and now it's not very good and I don't think you'll see it like at a competitive level you will not see it. I think it has absolutely been overrated by the community. Yes. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say bat, or is OP. It is really, really good when you get it fully stacked. Yes. Just like Hide of the Urchin was, and Hide of the Urchin never got bought. Now, this is much better well, on the way up than Urchin. It is healthier. It is healthier, too. Right? Like, it's a lot better than Urchin was uh, on the way up. But here's here's my personal philosophy uh on this and i'm only speaking for myself not for the entire design team anything like that i think that 325 prots the protection cap does not do enough against characters that build well right if you are against a chin size dominance hunter uh 325 fist prots don't do enough in smite correct so I will tell you that I dove into the protection formula a little bit and experimented with make it, with making some changes there. And I was more scared than I've ever been in my entire life about anything. Uh, because do you know how absolutely ruined the game would get if I was wrong about how it would impact? Like, if I just t- if I mess with that number and I made prots just a little bit too good in the early game or just too bad uh as they scale you know what i mean like it's so it's so risky to mess with that i'm not saying we won't but with so much change happening it felt too risky at the time um 
So, what? But we did want to make characters that are able that that commit the whole build to to tanking to tank better than they were. So when I see that ducky clip of him. Osiris tethering five people with Oni Hunter's garb and Prophetic Cook and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was maybe a little much, right? But That's the god, uh-huh. Nerf Osiris. But, I mean, he didn't do any damage to anyone in that fight, right? He didn't, every ability he threw did 100 damage. Like, is it that bad? As long as they aren't killing you, as long as they aren't threatening you with their damage, is it that bad for them to be really tanky through mitigations? Who would have thought maybe not, maybe joining, maybe aggro joining the uh, balance team would okay. make him just understand the tank perspective. <laughs> Zeus, I, Zeus, Zeus needs to do a little less damage. Tanks need to be tankier. Love that. Yeah, I don't know about this don't item know about has to be OP, and I'm pretty sure you guys are trolling if you think this item is. Barra, it is really slow to stack. It is slow. I think yeah, like I feel like the emoji can just stack this in like three minutes. No, no, no. And really? it has an internal cooldown, too. It has an ICD. Yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, so you can only get a stack every 10 seconds. You have to be on top. You have to be able to hit someone every 10 seconds. And you have to be able to hit the right target. Because it's all about, you know, the, the damage type they're dealing. If you hit a physical god, you gain a physical stack. If you hit a magical god, you gain a magical stack. You need 15 of each. You can't get 5 physicals oh, okay, and okay. 25 okay, magicals. No you need 15 of each. Yeah, that's fair. I misread it then. Yeah, and it that is slow. definitely now, seems difficult, yeah. You can stack, like, the fastest I've seen it stacked with any sort of consistency, like, if you're playing the right type of god, uh, because not all guardians, like, do this really well, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If you're playing, like, Horus, like, you need to just use your one to, like, hit someone. That's not super reliable. It's a long cooldown. Mm-hmm. It's valuable cooldown, all that kind of stuff. Like, it is not easy. Um, but... If you're, like, really focused on it and really good and you get it first, like, you probably get it stacked by, like, 12-ish minutes into the game. 15, like, 14, 15. Bobby, I've entered for stacks but many times, man. Dude, you can't even buy the item until, like, six minutes into the game. <sighs> Do I have to teach you how to farm and support, Bobby? Come on, bro. You're not about- <laughs> Farming's not a problem. It's about hitting the enemies, playing forward, poking. That's the stuff I struggle no, with. No, I know. I know. We, we have definitely stacked it pre-15. It's not reliable to do that, though. Uh, it, in competitive, like, I, I just think, yes, it is difficult. It is really good once you get it there. But I imagine if, if a support tried to go prophetic into Thebes in competitive, and the other support went, like, Sov into Heartward or Sov into Stone of Binding or something like that, you would get absolutely jammed. Like, mm-hmm. you would be so much less tanky than the other support. And it's, your payoff is a long ways away, which I think is like interesting. You know, it provides a different way to play the game. Um, but I do think that people are underselling the cost of a system like this. Now, again, it might be still overtuned. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Wait, how much farm is our supports getting in the new season? Is it like better in season nine or? I think it's less uh, than season. Nine. It's worse, yeah. yeah. But it's not—it's oh. not that drastic. It's—it's it's really not. It's—it's it's just slightly less. Then yeah, this item will definitely feel worse because supports in season nine were like two items, and you're upgrading your relics, and that's all you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This—you uh, have to play selfish 
to get it early because mm-hmm. it's like really important to get early um and then you can kind of just like roam around the map and prophetic cloak and tablet of destinies are my two favorite items uh of the of the new season um mm-hmm. because i love this new stacking mechanic of gain stacks by hitting enemy gods uh it's really unique um it's engaging gameplay uh it's fun i think um not everyone will feel that way it's harder uh for sure than clearing minions but um i'm i'm a big fan of of those items and i have man i have inted for stacks on both of those items so many times like in play tests just absolutely sprinting it to get one tablet stack and i'm happy <laughs> for it every time every yeah, time. I like Janus, I right no, I'm not buying tablet on on, on Giannis. <laughs> That's like the worst god I could possibly. I literally wouldn't have even thought that Giannis was like. I wouldn't have even thought to tell anyone don't build tablet on Giannis. Uh, you might have need to had to before the uh, the before game before the then. show match. I know I felt bad. Right, poor Raythan tried. Maybe prophetic on Janus though. Like yeah, maybe he's sure. on the wrong stacking item. Yeah, why not? Here's a here's the the worst part about it on on Giannis and on kind of like every mage is that if you've had tablet for a while and I press tab and you're at like four stacks, I know you haven't hit anyone, you know? I know <laughs> you true. haven't been doing any damage because you would just have more stacks. Uh, so I hope people don't get too toxic about that. I'm a little worried about it, to be honest. But uh, I didn't even think about that, but now I can't yeah, be I toxic about it. <laughs> well, I, well, I was casting the show match and it's like, you, you, Raythan has had he's like three items he's oh, had tablets no. as the first one and he's got four tablet stacks and I was like I know he that hasn't hit tough. anyone bro <laughs> like, I know he hasn't hit anyone <laughs> cause it's not like you're gaining a lot of stacks at once you know you can only gain one every two seconds so you're not a it's not like he hit a huge two or something like that and didn't get paid I don't know it's a, it's a little troll but anyways um, let's talk a little bit about shards shall we there's a new system that's kind of like items but uh previously everyone's just been getting vision shards uh for free at the beginning of every match now you have a couple of different shards to choose from one of which is vision shard the others are all small short duration. well they are short duration pretty powerful buffs uh that you get that's kind of like popping a power potion that lasts for three seconds and is on a two minute cooldown um so there's horn shard that reduces your non-ability your non-ultimate ability cooldowns by 0.5 seconds every second for the next three seconds so you get 1.5 seconds off your cooldowns uh claw shard gives you power uh and lifesteal um for the next three seconds wing shard gives you movement speed and attack speed and it's a lot of attack speed it's 40 percent attack speed for the next three seconds uh and carapace shard makes your next basic within three seconds steal 20 physical and magical protections from the next enemy god hit so you gain the prots they lose them uh for three seconds um and the buff debuff lasts for three seconds uh bobby how have the how 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 has the shard system felt uh in in practicality uh i mean it it just adds like a layer of depth that wasn't there before um i think seeing kind of what you can do with some of these shards on uh well essentially mostly just early game really because you get it level 12 you're going to be upgrading to an actual relic but pre-12 it just adds this like new depth of uh, a way for you to just outplay somebody or um 
to, to win a fight maybe that you maybe wouldn't have won before. Mm. So it just adds this depth that makes the game feel more engaging in the early game when it was mostly just, oh, I'm level two. Nothing I can really do here if I'm getting ganked. Well, I'm level two now. I've got, I don't remember how much the horn gives. Like 1.5 seconds off, yeah. over three seconds. Mm. So it, it gives me a cooldowns backup. In, like, if I'm playing something like Horus and I just dashed in, I live a little bit, and then I use that to get him back up. Like, it, it allows for this depth of outplay, especially for... For people that are unaware of it, that is really cool, and that that uh, also that carapace shard mm -hmm. for support at least, I think feels very, 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 very good. Good. I was going to ask about that because that's the one that I saw on the Reddit thread. Everyone thought was the most OP, and I also thought it would be the most OP. Um, in practice, it has felt good, but not as strong as I thought it would. Uh, mm -hmm. Early, like I, I on supports. A lot of times I default to Carapace Shard, and then sometimes, like, I was playing Sylvanas today, and I was like, actually, I feel like Horn Shard might just be better here for me. That's what I'm going a lot, is Horn Shard. I think Horn Shard feels the best. But I also think, uh, I think Vision Shard might also just be filthy. I think it's, it's really good. the best shard, especially at, like, the top level, yep. when three seconds for a lot of those things is, I mean, it's good, like, don't get me wrong, three seconds is really good. But especially with how you have to play dual lane right now, obviously Barra hasn't played it a lot, but mm -hmm. you're kind of stuck playing up a lot. And if you don't have a vision chart, you just get kind of ganked and ganked and ganked. Yeah. And ganked I have noticed that vision shard, like I have noticed how much less safe I feel without vision shard. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I used it all the time, but I do think that it's, it adds lethality to the map. Um, that there's less vision early. It allows for, different pathings and different jungle routes that can result in kills that would normally all get warded now people haven't backed for their first you know their first reset yet haven't bought wards like you're kind of free to do what you want um which i do think is uh is pretty fun barra your uh what are your first impressions here of of the shards uh, I feel like people will use him for a month or two and then on the top level they'll probably just go back to vision shards mm. um I feel like having the idea of the gank coming and being able to play around it is better than feeling overly strong in your 2v2 or in your fight, taking the fight and then getting ganked because you're playing overconfident because of your shards mm -hmm. or just because of the situation itself. And I feel like like in a in an ideal world, you're going vision... Sh Wait, can you change it? No. As the game goes on? Well, you, oh, you have you to select it right when you leave? You Well... You could not buy one. It's like a relic. Like, you okay. you buy it, and then you have it until, uh, in this case, with shards, the intent is still that you upgrade them to a relic at level 12. Um, mm -hmm. You can keep it if you want, but you can't switch shards now. Okay, I was wondering if you could, like, go early game vision shard, and then between, like, level 6 and 12, change it out once you back for your first item, and you get wards coming out of base. Yep. But if you can't do that, then I feel like people are probably just going to go Vision Shards. Uh, especially, I think there was a few times I was watching Zap and he was saying that there's nothing for a jungler to do between like such and such time, so dueling just, is just going to get ganked at this time. Yeah. And I feel like having to mentally play around that without a ward is pretty... Like, you don't want to just back him and give up pressure instantly just because you know that the jungler can be on your side of the map. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I, I think just people play around with to, it. tell your support to spend 50 gold, bro. That's all they got to do. It's easy. Yeah. 50 Gs, that's it. 
Bobby? Yeah, I don't think a lot of supports are going to want to do that. There goes my mental. I just need my 250 health. You're not buying hog anymore, right? So, yep, no I mean, hog. that gold's got to go somewhere. I know. Multi-pots. That's two, but that's two actual wards you could buy. But, Bobby, don't think of it as you have to spend 50 gold. Think of it as, by spending 50 gold, I get to buy the, I get to have a shard that isn't vision shard, you know? That's I get to deny, it, it and you get worth. to deny them 400 gold. Hmm. Well, Bobby's not denying that first blood gold all the time. Oh. Know, like it's what the heck? he's getting there. That's just two right now. That's what do you mean? Like that? Aggro. No, no, no. You aren't denying uh-huh. it because you're taking it. You're getting the first oh, yeah, blood. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a good save. Good save. Good save. Okay, come that's on, That's where you we were going with that. Of yeah. course, yeah, I was save, going with that. <laughs> Bobby's whipping the freehand Sylvanas pull. They're beating late, and then he's rooting them, mm-hmm. and they're dead. That yeah. is. That is the story of, of my course. life right there. There it is. You're welcome. I know. Also, I, know I feel like the carapace shard would be pretty good on ADC too. I have heard on her carapace shard uh, is a is a good combo because you just stack up your passive yeah. and you carapace shard them and you're like true damaging them for three seconds. That's what I'm thinking. It's Seems gonna be fun. like it's gonna be at least okay. Or if you like, wait, do they stack? Can you double carapace shard someone? Uh, no, they will only lose twenty prots, okay. but both people will gain twenty prots. Okay. It's not actually a direct Might not be that OP, then. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking you just, like, completely take away someone's prots and then kill them at, like, level 2 or 3. The you most, can't do that. Unlucky. The most fun... Here are some fun combinations for everyone to try whenever the, the patch goes live. Uh, Horn Shard Hebo goes crazy. You just get to double cast your one, like, really quickly. Uh, that mm-hmm. feels really good. Horn Shard Hebo's really fun. Uh, Mercury Wing Shard goes nuts because you get a movement speed and attack speed um that feels really fun and i was going to mention the on her carapace shard those are three i do think claw shard is actually the best of them um yeah claw shard soul will probably goes pretty pretty hammy you will life steal a lot uh mm-hmm. in, in those moments for sure also claw shard is really good because you can pop it to clear you can group up a bunch of camps and then claw shard to clear them um True. And yeah, you yeah. heal up a lot of the damage you took and you clear faster. Uh I would highly recommend claw sharding on your grouped up clear if you're trying to go for like a greedier one. Um mm-hmm. also don't blink on me in mid and claw shard as an assassin and insta kill me. Uh I'll be upset. Um But you can do that. Blink sharding is just like really strong. Like claw mm-hmm. shard and wing shard. If the mid laner doesn't respect it, like you get free kills with either one of those most of the time. Um, so there's your tip. If you're a jungler, uh, queue up ranks tomorrow and slam like the mid laner. Just level two, blink on them, pop your shard, kill them. I feel like those aren't the tips we should be giving as backliners on this podcast. Well, Let's... we're trying to give our listeners elo, Barry, you know? That's, that's yeah, but about. they're gonna take it from us, the backliners, by they killing that to us. Me on my birthday? No way! <laughs> yeah, I think they will. I also, think here's the is... thing, Barra. They can blink on me if they want. I'm gonna claw shard Zeus. I'm gonna chain lightning them and their stupid oh. other little mid laner. I'm gonna detonate them for their full health bar. And I'm and I'm oh, healed. So... Okay, you're setting it up. Okay, okay I'm, just, no, right, I'm two steps this ahead. All debate. This is the bait. Yeah, right. Come on, man. You gotta. You Not gotta a give bad some... idea. Thank you. That's uh... you're welcome. You know, that's uh, that's just something I'm bringing here. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of ranked, by the way, uh, full crossplay 
in ranked now. It's a hard reset. Uh, now console players will be in with the PC players. Uh, I, for one, am really excited. And I'm happy that the the community reception of this has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, I've seen very few negative reactions to this. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago, I do not think that would have been the overall reaction. Uh, I think it's a good sign the community has grown a little bit in their uh, understanding of how things work. And also that it is just, we could have made this move years ago and it would have been better. It's better for ranked because here's, here's a really easy way to think about it, chat. The more players in the queue, the better the matchmaking is. It does not Mm -hmm. matter where they are on the spectrum. The games get better when there are more players. And so by combining all these queues, it puts a huge influx into the queue, and you will get better games. Maybe not right at first, because hard resets are wild. They are wacky. We haven't done one in a while. It is a free-for-all. Oh, no. I am nervous about it. But once the dust settles in a few months, because it does literally take that long for hard resets to work out, if even that amount of time, uh, it will be significantly better for matchmaking. I look forward to being clipped and put on Reddit six months from now when someone has a, ba- a bad ranked game at 3 a.m. Uh, in a party uh, saying aggro said matchmaking <laughs> would be better and this game sucks. Uh, I look forward to that thing. But yeah, Bobby, are you? Uh, I saw you looked pumped about the Box Boys and the PlayStation friends joining the queues and of course the Nintendo Switch players. Yeah, I mean, of course. Why would I not be to be able to play with the uh, the the original uh, stick players, the mobile gamers? Uh, I can actually <laughs> queue with my uh, yeah yeah. I can actually queue with my like brother now, my brother who plays console for the past like four years or something like that. Where maybe? Do you think your brother's gonna listen to this podcast, Bobby? Before I ask you this question. Oh no. Okay, cool. Where do you think he's gonna end up in in his rank? You know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a diamond player on console. So okay. if he played okay. diamond console. I would say mid tier plat. Oh, <laughs> Grandmasters. <laughs> yeah, uh, Grandmasters. yeah, just Grandmasters instantly. Um, yeah, I'm very interested to see what it's going to do to like the rank, the average ranks of all players. Um, people definitely have this thought that all console players are bad, and that is just objectively not true. Um, I will say, having a good amount of experience on both platforms and bobby can attest to this the game is just harder on controller it is just outright more difficult so i do expect console players to have their average rank drop a little bit especially initially but it's not going to be by as much as people think i don't think the diamond xbox players are going to become low gold piece you know players now uh and i think that they will improve quickly. Um, I expect if you are a console player that was diamond on Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, and you play all season 10 or all year 10, I think you will experience some drop off towards the beginning of the year. And I think you will almost certainly reach your old rank, if not surpass it and be a significantly better player uh, at the end of the year is my guess of how it's going to it's going to go. Um, Barra, what are your thoughts on uh, the queues all merging up? My take might be a hot take. I think they're going to be right where they were on Xbox. I think that's very possible. Console. I 
think a lot of PC players aren't as good as they think they are. And I think Box Boys are are going to probably take over, or at least the uh, Stick Boys are going to take over whatever you're playing on. The joysticks. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I just, I, I think the difference isn't as big from playing against, like, a lot of good console players. Uh, I think a lot of them will be in Masters pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Might, might be a hot take, but that's... Uh, I I mean, from scrimming against, like, Bobby's team, like, way back in the day when they were, like, the OG, like, control Astral players... Astral Authority. Were... <laughs> yeah, I think team. they were actually, like, pretty good, so... Yeah. I think uh, I think it's going to be fun. How, the, Bobby, uh... go ahead. Ahead, yeah, just like one more thing. The the only thing that was really different when you switch from console to PC is the way the PC players juke. Yes, because you you juke mm-hmm. just a completely mm-hmm. different way. Yes, and I think that is like part of like where the uh, kind of like this skill difference is going to come into is console players they go like this kind of like watch watch this. Oh boy, this okay. is good podcast. Good podcast. Content. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Po- okay, so he turned around his chair. He turned around that. again. It was like it was okay. like a circle. You turned in a circle like, and like moved a in more. a circle a little bit. You know, like you kind of. Okay. having to talk about it. Well, yeah, because it's a podcast, so I have to explain it to the oh, yeah. they listeners like, only. They like spin as they twist. Yes, the PC uh-huh. players like juke like side to side. Yes, it is very. It's it's like a <laughs> Beyblade, you know, like yeah, like yeah, a yeah, kind of ballerina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like spinning. You spin the left stick in the opposite direction of the right stick, and you just like try and confuse them with your weird movement. Exactly. But it's all very smooth because that's how controllers 100%. work. Uh, there's no okay. jittering uh, to it, which is usually how, uh, which is usually how you juke things in on PC is that you move unpredictably. Console movement is by its nature more predictable. Um, which will be difficult, for sure. Bear, how do you think PC players juke? Could you actually stand up and <laughs> show us how PC players juke? Because Bobby did just did it for console players, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think Bobby covered both, actually. <laughs> really? I, I, like I remember I him. I, him. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember, I remember. PC players juke. Really. I also don't remember if I was on the podcast, too, so. Right. Yeah. Maybe he was on the podcast me. if you juke. Yeah, maybe like a PC I player's was. jukes, you know? Like, it's possible. Yeah. See, I'm not wearing pants, so I can't really stand <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, the truth comes out, and uh, I respect it. So, that's the way it's Thank gotta you. go. Uh, okay, before I, we get I didn't know some... this was a pants-required podcast. <laughs> Let me be clear, it is not. It is actually a pants-discouraged okay. podcast. Okay, uh, thank you. That's what I thought. But, I, you know, I thought maybe you would switch it up for once. Uh, but, uh, nope. The, that's just how it's going to go. Um, before we move on, uh, I do have to tell you guys that I've got an exciting factor read for you here. And I'm not even going to try and do, like, a clever intro or anything like that because I'm too mm-hmm. old now. Uh, but there's some exciting news at the end of this read. So buckle up, Okay. This new year, you've got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Save time and have the energy you need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Bear, did we talk to someone recently who got Factor? I feel like I did talk to someone, but I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. I definitely talked to someone in real life that was like, yeah, I got the Factor meals, and they were, like, really good. 
There was, was a like guy a in chat that said that. No, I during, maybe during it was one of at our podcasts. Worlds. I think it was at Worlds. Oh, well, I was not there. I talked to or someone. Not. You weren't at Worlds? Yeah, not in this conversation specifically. Oh, okay, well, okay. he wasn't after he started getting sick. Don't say you know it. what I mean? That's just... Well, I no, s- I, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, Come on, okay. Bobby. I'm not... Yeah, not the L yeah, word. I don't know. No, not the yeah. L word. We don't say that word around here. Also, my sickness at Worlds, for all those out there, was self-inflicted. Well, yeah. It was, I was self-inflicted. After your self-inflicted illness, you weren't or at Worlds. Thank you. You left the world's not. realm, so to speak. Uh, Bro, I was purging everything <laughs> in my body for okay. so long. All right, all right. <laughs> Sorry, back to back to business. Back to factor. Yeah, this is a really good time to talk about that during our food ad read. Good call, Barra. Well, Barra could have alcohol. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, factor has the meals to help you live it live uh, to the fullest. With so good, you want to taste them twice. Okay, man. You will not. Okay, you might want to taste them twice, but not the way that they did in the SpongeBob episode. You know what I mean? Uh, I think about that all the time. That episode where it, SpongeBob and Poseidon are having a cook-off. And Poseidon eats SpongeBob's Krabby Patty. He's like, this is so good. I think I'm going to try it a second time. And, like, spits it out and eats it again. The whole crowd's like, ah! Like, I think of a random SpongeBob scene once a day, every day for the rest of my it life. It fits for, for sure. like, you can think of anything with SpongeBob, and it fits. Literally everything. You're Perfect. right, Papa. I said Poseidon, it's Neptune. I apologize. Uh, anyways. Oh. Factor has all the meals to help you live to the fullest with keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus meals on the menu each week, prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. So head to, and this is where it gets exciting, head to factormeals.com slash backliner60. That link has changed. So again, it is factormeals.com. No more go.factor75, whatever. It's nice and easy now. Factormeals.com slash backliner60 and use code backliner60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code that's code backliner60 at factormeals.com slash backliner60 to get 60% off your first box. Big shout out to Factor uh, for being our sponsor for this episode. Again, a great way to support the podcast is by interacting with our sponsors. Factor is the place to do it. Um, okay, we don't have a ton of time left because I'm trying to... Uh, not have every podcast go. Series, relax, dude. Series, <laughs> so like, hungry. Don't die. <laughs> like, I need that so bad. Uh, but you can't eat. You're a watch. Um, I don't. <laughs> Why did you laugh at that, Barry? That didn't deserve a laugh what? at all. I was gonna give it to him, but the you did. Got... I didn't deserve it. I didn't want like, the laugh. <laughs> no, Barry so didn't even just stories. laugh. <laughs> Barry didn't just laugh. He like. He collapsed. It wasn't good podcast content. Bro, but was, I'll, I'll okay, just, you got to keep going. Sorry. I, right, I'm, right. I'm derailing. I got you. Uh, we're not going to go over all the items. We talked a little bit about Prophetic and Tablet, but I want to just touch on the hybrid items because I think this is one of the biggest things. Uh, a ton of items got removed. Uh, a ton of items got added. A ton of items got changed. Um, 43 Tier 3 items in total, I believe, uh, got changes in this patch, which is uh, a, a huge portion of the item store. Um, but I think hybrid items are the most interesting overall group to go over. Um, hybrid items now will no longer, uh, starter items are an exception because starter items have to break rules or else they can't be viable easily. Uh, hybrid items will no longer have 
power and protections on them. There is not a single item that is not a starter in the game that has power and protections on its base stats. Instead, there will be more aggressive hybrid items that have uh, power and health or protections and health, but with aggressive passives uh, like Gladiator Shield, or it will just be pure defense items only. Um, I did see, you know, it is by design, in my opinion, again, not reflecting that of the entire design team, 9.5, if you remember correctly, that patch last year, where Warriors did no damage to anybody anymore, and it was just universally the worst class in the game. Uh, Everyone was talking about how bad they felt, they Mm -hmm. didn't feel fun, they didn't feel good. That patch made me believe that in order for Warriors to be a successful and fun class, they need to have some amount of threat on the back line. They have to deal some amount of actual damage, even until the late game. They shouldn't one-shot you through relics in particular. That's the big thing. Like, if Deathwalker's on top of me, and he's full tank, and I don't use my relics well, he's gonna kill me. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how Mm -hmm. it is. But my ideal world is that as a squishy, if I use my relics well, I should be able to live through a back uh, uh, of solo laner's entire kit with enough that I can fight still, uh, that I'm not just like out of the fight instantly. Who knows if we're ever going to hit, you know, that's a hard mark to hit, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. That being said, I've just seen like already a little bit on Twitter about how item passive, like tank passives, you know, they build all these tank items and then the passives deal all the damage. That is by design that these passives have to add damage to the kits or else they won't get played. If that amount of damage is the right amount of damage is up for debate, of course. But that's, I want to get off, I want to, I take all opportunities I get to get on my soapbox. But I think that that is important to establish because I don't think that having Glad Shield as a passive or Stone of Binding as a passive is contradictory to the messaging that we're delivering here, that hybrid items have been too strong and they needed some changes. Uh, Barra, what are your thoughts before we get into specifics on some of these hybrid items on this overall change and, and how it, you think it impacts the game? Uh, I think it's a really healthy change because I feel like the knobs are easier to turn. And I feel like before, hybrid items are either built every game or never. And I think this way is a more easy way to fine-tune them to where they should be because i mean what you talked about last year like warriors were by far the worst class in the game they were mm-hmm. literally unplayable like there's no reason to play them over guardians with like the conduit gym like you could clear just as easily and then have pressure and it should make sense and i feel like this way it makes it a more offense item guaranteed or a more defense oriented item guaranteed and I think the passives are also a really good idea. Um, some of them are obviously a little scary scrolling through. Oh, yeah. But some I of them think are busted, that... Oh, for sure. And playing them, it's scary. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think it should be that way because I feel like if you guys released a lot of dog water items, people would be like, what are <laughs> they doing? Like, hires are so stupid. <laughs> yep. Um, so I think you guys are definitely... Overtuning things to on release is definitely better than having a bunch of bad items released. So it I agree with that yeah Surter. Yeah. yeah we haven't touched on him a whole lot uh but i think Surter's pretty good he's okay he's, he's okay he's pretty good 
yep, yeah, I think that god is pretty good. Uh, and I think some of these items are maybe even better than pretty good. Uh, but it just becomes such an uphill battle, like Barra said, if they're bad on release. It mm-hmm. becomes so hard to convince people to buy them. Um, because they just have this... First impressions are important, uh, as we all know. Um, and if your first impression also, is bad, it takes a lot to, to change people's minds. And also, I think we talked about it a while back on the podcast. People are just going to build what they're used to building if the new items aren't as approachable yes. and OP. And you really have to like break that mold to break into their minds to build new items and yes. new ideas. So, yeah, yep, good idea. Exactly. If we're giving uh, items a Madden rating, uh, like an overall rating, uh, if you have a, a, a 90 overall item that you've been building for five years and we release a 90 overall item, you will never buy it because you're, mm-hmm. you're going to buy the 90 overall item that you're used to. Um, yep. Now, exactly. it isn't about, you know, we don't want to power creep the game, all that kind of stuff there. It's important to like, keep all of that in mind, but it needs to compete, um, with those things. And we will be, of course, doing our best to balance. Uh, but you know, it's only our best. Uh, Bobby, in, in practice with some of these items, uh, or if there are any particular tank items that you want to talk about, or hybrid items, rather, that you want to talk about, um, how, how, how has it felt in-game? Uh, well, I gotta remember what the hybrid, hybrid items are. Like, uh, I haven't played a lot of solo lane, so I haven't built, like, any Berserkers. I'm not building much Glad Shield. I don't really build the hammers, really. Sure. But, like, Stone of Binding, uh... The, the change to that item makes it feel effective at all point in the game. Uh, obviously, it's not a level one item. It doesn't really build well as like a, a first item. But beyond that, it actually is just a healthier item. And I think a lot of the other items are just healthier from their changes. Mm-hmm. Um, like Stone of Binding now scales into the late game. And it's just as good early game. However, it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, Arch Druids, which is the... You take more damage, your next auto will do... I think it's true damage based on the amount of damage you took. Yeah. Um, that one's probably the one item that probably sticks in most people's head as, well, maybe this one is a, a little busted. Yeah. But I also think it's like... Um, I think a lot of these items are just solid items. Or like they're, they're good items, but you kind of get hit by like a big number one time, and it just sticks in your head like, yes. this item is <laughs> OP. Yes. But in reality, man... these perfect circumstances lined up where you got sundered and you got like your prot shredded by somebody else and then you got autoed and like they had an axe too and you took 1k damage and like that's why it felt so strong in reality i don't think any of these items are really that busted other than i think arch druids is still um still a little too strong but for the most part a lot of them came out pretty balanced i think the hammer tree maybe is another thing that's a little underwhelming um but it was like like the stats on these items had to be changed how they were worked had to be changed so um yeah I, like overall I, i'm completely happy happy with the hybrid changes and they all feel in practice good to build and not that strong from the opposite side yeah i think uh another thing about archdruids is that people like backliners don't know to like agus that um right now and like you'll learn you know uh because you have to, um, but once you do, that item does like nothing. It is uh, it is a statted average item, right. and it's just the passive. Exactly. Yep. So you'll 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 kind of learn those things. Overall, I think that 
I know the chat has been spamming Frontliners podcast, which is fair because we've been talking a lot about uh, Frontline stuff this patch. But Bobby's here, you know, for the first time, for sure. So Let's go. <laughs> uh, we got to talk about some Frontline stuff. Definitely but the first time. Obviously, Frontliners <laughs> did get the bulk of the itemization changes uh, because this, is, this was a pretty targeted um, series of changes to their itemization. Uh, but for me... I have had the most fun in in year 10 playing like solo lane in support because I just feel like I have so many options for what I can do. Um, you know, losing these items, losing power, like Yorm with Glad Shield and Ardeo with Glad Shield is like so crazy to think about. Um, and I assume we will see a lot of those types of things like Xing Chen with Glad Shield, you know, uh, just... These tank uh, just opens up so many opportunities. And the stones, I think, like, you know, you look at Horus with Stone of Binding now and that kind of stuff, like, that goes hard. Uh, you can do a lot of really cool, new, fun builds um, that are fun for you. Maybe not always fun for the backliners, uh, which I do feel bad about for, for my friends. But it, it is a ton of new options that, that make the game feel really, really fresh, uh, especially for frontline, but even for backline, like playing around these items and you, and there are tons of item change, you know, 43, it isn't just, uh, for frontliners. There's a ton of new backline items, um, that feel really impactful. Uh, wait, I can buy berserkers again. You can. I mean, you can. It has no power. Oh, Thera, we're not, cooking man. now. Don't we're bro. cooking now. Thera, it's bad for you, bro. It's twenty four hundred yes. gold. Twenty four hundred gold. Sixty physical protection. One hundred fifty health. Twenty five percent attack speed. And twenty HP five. And when you're below fifty percent health, you become berserk for five seconds. While berserk, you gain ten percent damage mitigation and twenty percent attack speed. It only happens once every fifteen seconds. You're not buying this, are you? I'm buying it just because I can now. <laughs> oh my god, I don't want you You've to. unleashed me. I don't want you to. Are you excited to play Toxic Blade all the time? Uh, Toxic Blade, yeah. now, all the all the anti-heal items uh, gained additional passives because we heard the feedback that people thought they were too boring to build. So now they have real passives. Ikaval was removed, and Ikaval passive of stealing attack speed by hitting them mm-hmm. uh, is now on Toxic Blade as well. I feel like Toxic has felt really good in a lot of spots. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a little costly, but I th- think it'll be okay in, like, yeah, boxing situations. More, yeah, because yeah, it's like, do I want to replace Xe for that? Probably not. Do I want to replace Oboe for that? Probably not. Do I want to replace Kinsize for that? Probably not. Do I want to replace Dom for that? Probably not. So it's like... It has no power, which is kind of like... Yes, it does have no yeah. about it. So it feels pro oh, it has no power. I'm probably never buying it then. It does have ten flat yeah. pen, and Aussie <laughs> no longer has any flat pen. I'm just I'm just thinking about decrease attack speed from thirty to fifteen percent, decrease pen for fifteen to ten. This is not really helping me on objectives unless no. we're like leashing it. To Listen, can I say? It. Can I say when you guys see something like this on patch notes, right? Where it uh-huh. it's like cut attack speed in half, pen goes down, cost goes up gets a very, very objectively strong passive, right? But it does seem like a, a lot of nerfs. You can tell that in playtesting, it got real spooky for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Freya sure. with 2,200 gold, 30% attack speed, 15 flat pen, Ikaval passive toxic blade. 
was yeah, like uh, was like that. looking into the depths of hell. Like it, <laughs> the abyss stared that's, back at me. You know, that's like the OG Freya build that was like two thousand two hundred to like two thousand four hundred gold for all of her items, and you came online at like twenty two minutes. Yeah, that was a was fun build. That was like years and years ago. Really good. And then you guys know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as one character abuses an item. You're like, oh wait, I should abuse this on everybody, and so then it was mm-hmm. just like this constant, like everyone was kind of getting toxically like second, and you just couldn't outbox them, and like all, you know, thirty percent attack speed is just so much. So, you know, if it gets if it sees no play, we have a lot of knobs to turn, we have a lot of ways to make it better. Uh, but I will tell you, this thing scared me uh, a lot. Um, yeah. Also, I can't tell if healers are going to get better with the cost increases on the anti-heal items, or if you're still going to just feel maybe required to buy them in the healing comps, and then that makes healers even better, because now people are having to spend like 350 more gold on anti-heal items, so... Sure. We'll see. Certainly possible. I do think that, you know, like, Divine got a lot stronger. I think Brawlers got the least amount. Um, yeah, Brawlers is not yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, brawlers is something that I can confirm we are looking at. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, pestilence, contagion, obviously very good. Um, it seems also a very cool passive uh, that I was excited we got in. Um, but overall, yeah, there. It, it, it's just been a lot of fun, um, and I'm re- really eh, just. We've been working on year 10 for, you know, something like this just takes so long. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just, it's crazy that it releases tomorrow. Like, it just feels like, it's like uh, when you think about school ending in, like, the the fall. And then it's like, school's finally ending and you're like, holy crap, I can't believe it. It's here. You know what I mean? It's it's just like Mm -hmm. so much excitement and so much anticipation. I'm I'm so stoked for everyone to get their hands on it. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we go, I did want to ask you, Barry, about uh, Cyclopean Ring. This is the new Mage ADC item. Um, Good. Did not know where that was going. <laughs> yep. Uh, it is the new Mage ADC item. There was also a shift. I don't know if you saw this on patch notes, but... So Ring of Akate is removed. Uh, mm-hmm. Telkine's Ring um, is now an early... It got an early game shift. It lost damage. It went down in cost, went down in stats. Uh, and... Cyclopean is now the better late game ring. Uh, 80 magical power, 25% attack speed, 10% CDR. And your next basic attack against enemy god deals bonus magic damage equal to 8% of the target's max HP. Can only occur once every 10 seconds, but that is reduced by 2 seconds for each successful basic attack on an enemy god. Yeah, I think this is actually going to bring in some soul auto-attack builds. Uh, people kind of know me as notoriously hating soul auto-attack builds. I feel like I hit for 70-plus Telkines. Yep. And I feel like this actually makes me want to build attack speed on her and actually utilize it. Obviously, I think this item is going to be very good on gods like Freya. Uh, potentially Chronos, probably not Chronos, depending on how your team fight's going and how you think your team fight's going to go. And then also this item has to go crazy on Olorun, for sure. Goes has wicked to go on crazy. Zhong, too. On, okay. on Zhong? Yeah, he okay. procs it okay. twice. Yeah. Okay. Is that true? No, I'm, yeah, he, he goes actually... No, 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 like the cooldown on it? He can do oh, yeah. damage every third auto. 
Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Eight percent true damage. I thought you were saying yeah. he was doing sixteen percent, and I had a panic attack. I think I spoke wrong. Uh, yeah, I think I spoke wrong. Oh my yeah. god, Bobby! I was like, did I mess maybe, this maybe up? Toss that in there, in, oh in there also. God. Why not? No, that's fine. That's, it's intended for him to reduce it by that much. Um, can I give you guys the real the real strat here? Tank oh. Alquang solo with. Oh, I'm already tired of it. Cyclopean sixth item. Oh, Your full tank. It. You go like shoguns, and then you build animosity, which is now coming out of Warrior's Axe uh and cyclopean and it takes it is so bad for five items this build is terrible you do nothing for five items but once you Uh get to six though you're like the best character in the game and it's so fun you know how many casual games you just ruined people it's so useless solo lane bro i will tell you you are gonna hate your life for 25 minutes but once you get to minute 26 baby it's gas, you know. You're it, it's really fun. Um, big recommend. Uh, it, don't if you want to win. Uh, don't build that in our games, please. But casual games don't. for sure. I would definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I can say this. Uh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say it, but oh well. We're at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, I can tell you that when we were in the like design process for new items, I was playing a game where I was playing Soul. And they had a Cthulhu. And I was like, what's the point of me existing in this game? I can't play. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hurt this guy. You know, I'm not, I don't have chins and I can't build Soul Reaver. How do I ever kill Cthulhu in a million years when he's ulting? Yep. And I was like, I'm going to make a freaking magical ADC chins. You know, like, that's what I, I need it. Uh, or else I'm, or else I can't play the game into these characters. Uh, and that's how yep. Cyclopean Ring was kind of sort of born because it was definitely not exactly this whatever we, uh, I initially pitched it, but I think, uh, yeah, I, that's the way it needed to be. I always assumed Telkines was going to get shifted from magical power to percent HP. I yeah. was surprised that that hasn't been changed yet. Yeah. It was but now with this, it doesn't need to be. This is more interesting, right? Yeah. I like, I like this one. Spicy. Yeah. I love this. Uh, I love that we were able to get in this tech for reducing the ICD on successful basic attack. I think that's really cool tech that we can definitely uh, mm-hmm. reuse on other items in the future. Yeah, it'd be cool if the CDR was live steel, but you know, I, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's, it was also cool. in the same sort of vein. It was like I can't really build CDR on any of my magical ADCs, and it's not the stat I want, but it wouldn't be yeah. bad. I think you they know? added lifesteal into Telkines too now. Yes. Oh, Telkines gained lifesteal, yeah. yeah. Because hey, I'm just pulling off the whole hood here. When we played, we removed Hikate, we kept Telkines the same, we added Cyclopean Ring, and I went to play test, and I was like, all right, here we go, Ring 1, and I back to base, smoked, I and know. I was like, what do I buy? Like, none of these rings are any good for me in lane at all. Like, I lost my only good lane ring, and I've got two li- I've got two rings and Telkines and Cyclopean that are like in the same spot in my build. So mm-hmm. what am I doing here? Uh, and I actually just built into Bancrofts after that, and then went back and finished my ring later. Um, but I'm really happy with the pivot that that we came up with. I think that this is more, you know, Hakate was good but not super exciting and a little confusing because it had gone through so many different ideations. And I think that mm-hmm. Telkines is a very clear understanding and it also makes sense for it to be early game right like your basics deal more damage because you need the help to deal more damage uh mm-hmm. in the early game um so now telkines is meant to be your lane ring and cyclopean is that late game ring um 
that you're picking up. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, there you go. Uh, I like it. <laughs> before we get to our random question of the week, which I'm just realizing I might have forgotten to ask uh, people for in our uh, community Discord. Um, any? Uh, oh, nice. We got we got one from Timmy. Timmy's the goat. Um, with ranks coming out tomorrow, and this is big. T- Let me tell you this: as someone who is, it is so hard for me to really, really try to like. If I see a five-man alt and ranked, I'm taking it even if I'm going to die for it and I know it. You know, like, I can't play that discipline anymore. It's just not in my brain. You got to try in these hard MM, in the hard reset games. These games are important uh, for you to win. What are you guys going to be playing in your first ranked games that uh, you think are the easy... What are you abusing at the beginning of the season to climb ranked uh, early? Bobby, any thoughts? What, what's your what's your god pool and... and roll and item you know not you don't give me the full item build but like is there anything in particular you're like yeah i'm I'm abusing this yes and it was an item that you changed Uh and it's hercules with just like thieves into the new renewal uh or breastplate uh, of regrowth regrowth. yeah yeah that is 100 what i'm doing i did it one game already and it losing the health feels not great but Uh giving protections when you combo with thieves makes you feel just a lot better so First sure. game, 100% that. Beyond that, more Herc. I don't know. Hercules, okay. Gunning it down. Uh, always uh, always a fan of that. Barry, any thoughts on what you're what you're going to be ripping this at the beginning of the season? Really smart guy I talk to occasionally. Uh, I told him about this tank Alquong build. It slaps. <laughs> it slaps. I think I will be building that in every role. Uh, for me, uh, I'll be playing Soul most likely and jamming my dent because... If you're in these games where you don't really know how good your teammates are going to be, you should be doing whatever you can do to hyper-carry through yourself and yourself alone. Yep. And so Soul is really good at that. I think Scotty is really good at that. Anything that can just carry by itself and... Bro, why did I uh, ask this guy? He goes, I'm going to play Soul Scotty. It's, this, it's year <laughs> yeah, 10, also, bro. It's a different season. Play something else. You just buffed Soul and Scotty. <laughs> Yeah. And also, that Shablanc change is pretty spicy, so it I'll be is. testing that as well. It is. I'm excited um, about that change. No one talked about it really, but I think it's sick. I think it feels really good. For, yeah, for those I mean, that I, outside of the know, Shablanc now gains attack speed while his ultimate is active. Simple, yeah, which clean, is, easy. Yeah, pretty good. And uh, I I mean, I could be lame and go like Ishtar and Cernanosh, you know, if you really want those answers. Like, I think the uh, Ishtar, Cern, Rama, and Izanami are probably really good just because they can clear the camps. And probably no one knows what they're going to be doing camp-wise tomorrow. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure everyone's going to be grouping up the buffs. So any ADC that has AoE clear or can clear really easily uh, will be good. Also, I think you guys should be buying or keeping the Vision Shards and mm-hmm. probably testing out the other shards in normals and doing Vision Shards for ranked. Uh, I saw in chat earlier, it was like third wave, you're going to get ganked by the jungler every game, so you can either forfeit your lane pressure at the third wave or just ward it and then play around it. This, um, Barra, you are in literal 1500 MMR games. You think anyone is warded, with, even no. with Vision Shard. The stick boys are coming out tomorrow. <laughs> and they're I'll, in your lane, bro. Yeah, they're going to come in swarms. They see Barracuda or Zatman? Brother. 
They are cooking. <laughs> they are coming. You're right. I gotta play They're on my Smurf tomorrow, bro. That's not foaming at the mouth to kill us. They will oh, be ready. You're right. I gotta play on my Smurf tomorrow. Oh, that's gonna be brutal. But that's okay. We'll uh, we'll get it done. What am I playing? Uh, it's not Tank Alquong, even Jeez. though I want to. Just um, say it. I do think I know people are down on tablet. Wait, you say Zeus? I no, know you people are down on tablet. I will say I think tablet Zeus is really good. There it is. There because it is. Because automatically right. you get stacks by accident, bro, and it's 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 more damage than you think if you can stack it. So I might I'm gonna dabble a little bit. Yeah, with... you can play Zeus in fifteen hundred MMR rank games. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like and I'm gonna, gonna kill everyone. In no time. I'm gonna kill everyone. Are you kidding me, bro? I'm a what? I am the one for five king. Okay, it's zap for four, aggro for five. That's that's what it's wow. about. Okay. Well, I'm one just playing better. Zeus. It's not it's not really fair. Um, no, I think uh, I think that I would be playing um, pressure uh, in general. Mm-hmm. It's always good, uh, particularly in ranked. Um, I think I will definitely be playing. I'm um, if if my jungler is if we have like a guardian solo, which I expect we will have a good amount of. Um, all the warriors are very strong right now, so it's it's hard to say for sure. But if I have like an RDO solo and a guardian in in duo, uh, I'm very likely to pick like set mid. I think that with the lane the way it is right now, I have a lot of isolated one v ones that I didn't have before. Um, mm-hmm. so Pele and set mid and just making sure you know where the jungler is. Uh, and then as soon as you see the jungler and the enemy support, just absolutely all inning. Um, I do think is very strong. Uh, mid camps are not as important, uh, or valuable as they used to be. Um, and I do think that like we said at the very beginning of the show, AOE denial mages have felt really strong. Um, so I'm probably interested in like a Cuckoo Khan, Book of Thoth, and Polynomicon um, style stuff. I don't think that gods like Scylla are quite fast enough, but uh, gods that I can control choke points with have felt really good. And also, I'm sorry I got to do it to him here. Oh, no. I played some Raw in some playtests. Oh. And he has felt really good on this map because you can Lassus combo people really easily as they're coming around corners like they what just have mean? you don't know the lasses combo bobby no should i yes this is the most iconic raw combo this isn't like the barra combo okay where it's like how the kit is meant to be played the the lasses combo on raw is when you won and then you alt at the timing so that they hit at the same time like it it hits like 65 units from you and if you do it over a wall, you can basically have all of the damage hit within a couple frames of one another, and you will one-tap people. Um, it's the most satisfying thing to do in the entire... I'll show you some clips after this, Bobby. I'll pull them up. Don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. I don't even know. Let's just say Lurby got one-tapped twice within five minutes. You know? Like, that's just... I, I was I was cooking that day. Uh, I think Raw is going to feel pretty good. Um, but I'm just a Raw lover. I think Raw is, like, the perfect type of god to play in ranked, because... It's hard to punish you. They aren't going to anti-heal you that well. Uh, and you do way more damage than everyone expects and you power farm well. So, um, Ra, Kukulkan, little Zeus, little Zhong, little Tank Alcorn, you know? That's how it goes. Did you say Zong? Yeah, he snuck that yeah. in there. Zong yeah. is good, He's, bro. He really doesn't want to win tomorrow. Yeah, he really doesn't. He wants to die. 
You gotta make sure instigate. That's the type yeah. of. How do you guys not understand that this is the type of player I am at this point? That I like to get in there and I'm fine with dying. My KDA, I'm not a KDA player. Like, I'm just there to do my job. And if I'm Zhong and Zeus, my job is to die and do a lot <laughs> of damage. I love that. Oh, Hades mid. Really good. Uh, I love Hades mid. I'm playing Hades, Hades good mid. good in every role. Yep. I can say. I've been saying Hades mid's been OP ever since Claw got introduced, and people just don't play it. It's crazy. It's true. Hades mid has been scale in mid. I've uh, I've right. told a story on the podcast, and I know we're we're at the ninety minute. I, I did it. I did it again, bro. I, I'm literally the worst. Uh, but this, I love the story too much. I can't help myself. Back when I first joined, uh, when when El Leon uh, picked me up on box, uh, they just come off winning MLG New Orleans, and Claw was their mid. Uh, but they decided wow. to make a change anyways um, because, you know, yeah, I'll let them tell that. Yeah, I'll let them tell that story. Uh, and Clow played Hades mid a ton. Um, and I joined the team, and I did not play any Hades mid. I just wanted to play Giannis every game. And they were like, hey, you've got to learn Hades. We think it's really good. And I was like, okay, cool. I spammed Hades mid in ranked for two weeks straight. Played, like, basically nothing else, and that's impossible for me to do. Uh, and I got really good on Hades mid. I felt really confident on it. I picked it in a scrim. I popped. We lost. Andy said, I think Hades mid is bad. We're never playing it. <laughs> we never, I never played it a single time after that. And I was, I'm still tilted about it to this day. Yeah, I don't blame you. That I spent that much time and it wasn't even my fault. Never mind. It's fine. Uh, but all that being said, Hades mid, I think, is still one of my best picks. Uh, so, I'm gonna I'm jamming some Hades mid tomorrow for sure. That's uh, that's the way to be. Oh, I'm so ex- I'm so excited to play rank tomorrow, bro. It's gonna be so much fun. Okay, uh, we're gonna grab uh, <laughs> our random questions of the week, of course, from our community Discord, which you can join by heading over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/backliners. The best way to support us directly. Uh, and you get to be a part of a dope community who posts cute pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, Timmy asked, uh, best home-cooked meal? Maybe it's just good, or maybe it's nostalgic. Uh, I'll start with this one, because I've got one right off the rip. It's homemade tacos with, like, the crappy taco seasoning packets. Uh, I, you know, just, like, some, the, the hard shell, soft shell combo pack that comes with, like, the little taco packets. Uh, these days we use ground turkey instead of ground beef, because it tastes more or less the same, and it's way healthier for you. Um... I love those types of crappy homemade tacos. My dad used to make them all the time. Uh, I We make them a lot. Uh, I love that meal. I love it. Ta- homemade tacos with the crappy seasoning. I love them. Uh, Bobby, you got uh, one for me? Yeah. Um, beef stroganoff. Ooh, my, uh, my mom always made it. And uh, obviously I haven't eaten it in like five years. Or like maybe maybe like once or twice here or there, but sure. every time my mom made that, like for special occasions, I would just seven bowls deep going back for number eight. Like it was so good. That's a that's a good hearty Midwestern meal. It's so good, right it's there. So good. You know, that's what Minnesotans eat is is beef it stroganoff. Is. I love I love that. That's such a funny answer. But it's beef stroganoff is really good. I believe it's that so good. It, it's banging. Uh, Barry, how about for you? Uh, mine is a lasagna. Uh... Probably one of the best vegan meals I've ever had. Um, just it's like a full like thing of lasagna, mm-hmm. and I was, 
it's just delicious. Like, it covers all the bases of flavor. It fills me up every time. I also feel like I can eat up, like, an infinite amount of it as well. Like, I, I hit a point where I'm full, and then I'm like, I want to keep eating and keep eating and keep eating. And I don't... I would say that, or we have like a mock Chipotle that we make, which is mm. absolutely banging. And yeah, e- either one of those. Bear, um, I feel like you've talked about this vegan lasagna like five times on the podcast. Yeah, I love it it's, so much. It's so good. It's spicy. It's savory. It's cheesy. Could you like post spicy. the recipe in our Patreon Discord? Like, do you have sure. it online? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If you want the world's greatest vegan lasagna recipe, patreoncom back. Absolutely banging. Okay, uh, Bong Water sixty nine, our good friend, uh, at, said you have to speed draft a ranked Smite squad to play against one another. It could be ranked all stars like Adder or Apper, I suppose, uh, mm-hmm. or it could be pros who don't int every ranked game. Let the chat decide who wins the game. Uh, that's hard. To, that's a lot of people that we have to draft, though. You know, and we're already at ninety minutes. But we could speed draft, maybe. Who do I want? Okay. Well, if it's against other pros, it's very different, right? If I, like... How about... I'm going to adjust your question a little bit here, uh, Bongwater. I apologize. Um, But just for speed. And I think uh, this is a lesson that I was taught in broadcasting school. Shortening your question will will lead to really good answers a lot of the time. Who is one player... If you had to pick one player who is going to win their first ranked game, on the patch. No matter what. Let's assume everyone's solo queuing. No duo queue. If you had to pick one player who is guaranteed to win their first game on year 10's patch, who would it be? Bobby? Well, the first thing that came to mind was it's got to be a jungler because that role yes, is just busted. absolutely busted. Like, yep. if you're not picking a jungler, you're kind of trolling. Yep. And who wins the most and queues the most in jungle? I don't really know any junglers that queue consistently, but I know when Panatom hits the queues, it's over. he's got a 99% chance of winning. So I'm taking Because Panatom. he's not trolling, you know? No, he's trying. He's picking Erlong, and he's the same four jamming dogs. it down your speed buff. Like, every game. Uh, I think Panatom's a great choice. Barry? Yeah, I'm going Apper. Apper is a really good choice, for sure. He uh, puts pro junglers in the dirt. As long as he gets a Wheelix. Apper on a Wheelix, yep. uh, that's, that's my asterisk. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Chat saying auto speed. Auto speed on set. Good choice. Uh, he is very likely to win that game. I'm going with a little bit of a cheating answer. Uh, I'm going Lurmy Wormy. Uh, she's been playing on the map for months and is a jungle main and is just, she she is incapable of trolling. I try and get her to troll all the time and she can't make the wrong play intentionally. It hurts her. Uh, I don't understand because it's like my favorite thing to do is make the wrong play intentionally. Uh, I would bet good money that Lermy wins her first ranking tomorrow. She just has the experience, you know. And that's uh, she knows the ins and outs. She knows she has the, oh, yeah. she knows the ins and outs, and she's goaded. So I'm going I have faith in all of our answers. Yeah, I, I, think I like all the money. There is well. no we way. Well. Yeah. There is no good way that any of those answers are losing tomorrow. That, yeah, so they're sure. welcome. Uh, also, me, because I'm going to be playing Tank Alkwong and <laughs> reaching six items. Um, yeah. All right, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, Bobby, thanks for coming on for the second, third, fourth time, whatever it is, because you've been on so much. Uh, it was a pleasure. We'll have you back sooner. It was uh, a great first time. Yeah, then... then uh, no way. A, yeah, I still don't believe it, but I, There's no we way. have to accept it, Barry. There's no other choice. Um, 
Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll be back next week on Tuesday uh, to talk about our first impressions <laughs> of the map um, and how mm -hmm. everybody's rank game goes. I will ask Lermy if she wins her first rank game, so you'll be able to know um, next week, which should be fun. Uh, big shout out to Factor, of course, factormeals.com slash backliner60 to get 60% off your first box. Uh, and then if you want to support us directly, patreon.com slash backliners is the place to go for that. And you can join our Discord and get the world's greatest vegan lasagna recipe. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's big time. Uh, Bobby, thanks again for coming on. Oh, follow Thank Bobby at me. Inbound on Twitter, and you'll be streaming ranked, assume, I assume, tomorrow, Bobby. Uh, yep. So hop into his stream, twitch.tv slash inbound is the place to go for that. Um, all right, cool. We'll catch you guys next time. Until then, Barra, you know what to do. Bye. Clean. Clean. Oh, Final so one good. of season nine. Clean. Right. Not I bad. won my last assault game. Perfect bye. It's going to be a good night. Well, that's not so I was the perfect. first of season eight and then the last of season nine. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I'm just